Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up! Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive, deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going, going. The big leagues. Going, going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang, zoom, go the fireworks. The fan. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be a Wednesday, as they say. It's always a Wednesday. We are into week number one of your two-week mandate. Two-week mandate. Here if we you are. missed last week's show, although I didn't actually agree to this, but I have a feeling that my opinion doesn't matter. Uh, the two-week mandate was, if in two weeks we are not closer to having a baseball season, a.k.a. there is not an agreement, we will become an NBA Pac-12 football, and Clay Thompson exclusive show. I would listen to that show every day of my life. Um, Well, thank you, Rob Manfred, because yesterday I thought we were careening (laughs) towards that, and instead uh, you put your tail between your legs because every single human being alive ripped you to shreds yesterday, and you went to Tony Clark and basically said, hey, look, I'm I'm sorry. Can Can we hash this out? I feel like I've seen this movie before. They want to alter the, you know. I watched Dances with Wolves when it came out. Okay. And then when Fern Gully came out, I watched that too. They were both different, yet the same. And then when Avatar, the blue Avatar, not the not the real Avatar. The last airbender. When when the blue James Great Cameron, series for those who don't know. It's the greatest television show of all time. Uh the I say top three. When when the James Cameron blue avatar came out, I was like, Yeah, I don't need to see this again. 
And I haven't seen that movie. Well, I have no plan on seeing that movie. You do not because I have movie. seen it before. And I liked the cartoon a little better. And I liked Kevin Costner a little better. And now it just feels like the same thing. Well, wow. All right. So you're not you're not feeling very positive, are you? Nope. Okay. Well, I've, they've done this to us every single time. Every single time. It's like, here's the carrot. Here's the carrot. It's actually getting closer to you. And then right as you have your hand on the carrot, they're like, we're just joking. It's actually a fake carrot. There's not a carrot at all. Yeah, we took it off the, the tray in the living room that everybody yeah, has with all the fake fruit and veggies. Yeah, weeks ago. Weeks ago, yeah. Um, I don't know if I feel exactly that way because I feel like Rob Manfred got humbled a little bit yesterday. What I was surprised by is how often do we normally see the baseball writers rally in support of Manfred in the sport? Never. That's not true. Yeah, I, know, I know. The big names usually have that rallying cry of, hey, baseball's still great and you should still do this and you mm-hmm. should still do that. To a T, all of them yesterday said, this is at the feet of Rob Manfred. This is his defining legacy. He is messing this up. It was not the players are messing this up. It was not there's blame to go on both sides, although I saw a little bit of that kind of sprinkled in. It was Rob Manfred, get your ass together or get off the pot because you're defining your legacy right now. You were a great commissioner up until the sign-stealing stuff. I don't know about great. Well, people viewed him as a great commissioner up until the sign-stealing stuff. Better than the guy before him. And now this. And it's like, dude, you you are really burying yourself here. You've already started digging <clears throat> digging your grave. The shovel's in your hands. And I, I guarantee you he read every single one of those articles. And he went, welp, I got to save face here. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, multi-hour meeting with Tony Clark in person. And what do we have now, Michael? We have a framework is what we have. Okay. Which do we have a season? Not, not yet. Okay. But we've got another two-ish weeks to to get that before you go scorched earth. All right, right. We got one more week, baby. We got we have next week. <clears throat> yep, next we week have, will be a show, and then we have the week in between that and the following Wednesday. Yep. So they have two weeks. They got two weeks. On the Patrick Harris clock is ticking. Because I'll tell you what, I get a lot of opinions right now. About Kyrie Irving. I got some opinions about Clay Thompson. I got some opinions about Pac-12 football. (laughs) Rolovich for life. Jimmy Lake's going down. I can already see you running out of ideas (laughs) as we speak. We do one show on that, and then you go, man, I don't know what to talk about. Chip Kelly's recruiting class is garbage. Oh, really? Where does it rank? No clue. I'm just assuming. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, coming up next. Yeah. Patrick, you have 10 minutes left in this segment. Uh, anyway, coming up next. I'll just repeat 503-250-1080. 503-250-1080. Pull a Mike Francesca and uh, talk about hosses for uh, five minutes. What's a hoss? A horse. A, a ho- horse. Oh, a talk horse. about horses. Yeah. Well, he talks about horses. Pull up, pull up the phone, start scrolling. Uh, yeah. Belmont. Uh, I have uh, this horse for show. <laughs> This horse for place. No, I, I just revert to like bad dad jokes, you know. Like, how can you spot a blind man at a nudist beach? Oh, God, here we go. Well, it's not hard. I saw that today. <laughs> did you see that on Reddit? Solid today? delivery. Oh, yeah, baby. I saw that on Reddit today. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, dude. One. Jokes are all about delivery. So we can just talk delivery for two hours. Grubhub, Postmates? 
No, I don't. Which like, is your favorite? I don't like any of them. I think they're terrible organizations. Oh, hot take. Yeah, me hot personally. Take. Well, yeah, they make money off us. We don't yeah. make the money. That's true. The one that I have used in the pandemic <clears throat> has been Grubhub. Yeah, they don't. We don't make money off them. They make money off us. That is true. That's not very fun. They're a very smart organization for doing so. Well, yeah, like Postmates, like you get an order on Postmates and you put a tip on that, that goes to the delivery driver. Yes. That don't go to us. We're the ones who made it. I think we all packed know that, it up. Though. Do we all know that? I think. People think the earth is flat. People think COVID-19 is fake. Do we know that? I'm being nice. You are. And I'm generalizing. It is quite nice of you to do that. But I think people know that you're tipping the driver, not the restaurant. Well, you I know. I think you know. Well, you're welcome. You know, I we'll, think just we make, assume, we'll just make this food for you for free. I think. You got it, dude. Well, I'm assuming. And then they take a cut from us. So if it costs 16 bucks when you call us and you get something and it costs 16 bucks. So why are you working with them? We make 16 bucks. If you call the, 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 the Grubhub or whatever. It, or whatever you know what it's. We called. only get like fourteen bucks because they get the two bucks. I see. So you still get paid, just not the full rate. Yeah. Okay. So that's why you do it because it opens you up for more people to have your food. Yeah. And hope that in the future they go, oh, I want to go to this place. Exactly. But you lose money on it. This is my own personal opinion. This does not reflect any of the views of the company that I work for. This is just a personal opinion. Of course. Of and course. here I, I step never out. Assumed of, it was. A, I step a view out of, of that bubble. And I sit here where all I want to talk about is Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, <clears throat> a little Kyrie Irving, and Chip Kelly's recruiting class. Well, you got that I'm weeks. sure is garbage. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure it is. Who knows? <clears throat> Who knows? I haven't looked at Pac-12 recruiting outside of Oregon or Oregon State, so I don't know. Do you remember that? Um, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember, remember that Air Gordon, one of the greatest quarterbacks in Washington State history, through seven touchdowns against UCLA last year, and we lost. I do remember that. Yes. You remember that? You guys were up big too. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were up by like thirty points, and then you lost. Yeah, we lost. Was it like seventy six to sixty eight or something? Yeah, it was pretty bad. He would have. No, I think he threw nine touchdowns. No, that's not true. That's a lot. What's nine times seven? Sixty four. UCLA was sixty three. Yeah, he threw nine touchdowns. We had sixty three points. He would have had to beat UCLA by throwing his tenth touchdown. September 21st, 2019. Aaron Gordon has 600 yards and nine touchdowns. 67 to 63. Yep. Aaron Gordon. Loading. 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 Was 41 of 61. Love it. Great percentage. For 570 yards. Ooh, just shy of six. Nine touchdowns. Yeah, baby. Two picks. Eh, Two picks. You throw the ball that much. Dorian Thompson Robinson, known for his prowess at throwing the uh, throwing the football. <laughs> 25 of 38 for 507 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, boy. So much for your defense. Told you that Chip that Chip Kelly recruiting class, man. It's actually I'm coming around on it. I'm starting to believe that this might be a real deal thing here. <laughs> do you Step think aside maybe, ASU. Do you think maybe out, you, Utah. Sh- you should have run the football a little bit more than 15 times? No, we don't run the football. We do now though. Yeah. Pistol air raid, baby. Interesting. We'll see how it works out. <laughs> oh, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> oh, golly, dugly. Well, we got a lot, lot of show to get to. A lot of NBA to cash out today. Nah, I kid. I jest. We're not there yet. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Like you don't understand. Like I'm really diving deep into some NBA stuff so I can be ready. 
By the way, I wanted to throw this out before you left. Hmm. Fan text line, 503-250-1080. Get it. Comes in and says, I have a buddy who's never watched the blue Avatar. His reason, I've seen Ferngully. But the reason that you watched Avatar when it came out was not for the quality of the film. It was for it being the very first immersive 3D movie that wasn't like T-Rex jumping out of the screen artificially. It was... I remember seeing it in theaters with the glasses Mm -hmm. and being absolutely blown away and mind effed because it felt like you were literally there because all the old 3d movies were just like, right. It was like a scare tactic. Yeah. It was a scare tactic or like a, Ooh, I'm a kid and I'm amazed. And this was like, Oh, I'm in the scene. And that was really cool and really well done. So the movie, Look, the, you can criticize the movie. I actually don't hate the movie. I think it's solid. I mean, you've seen it before. It's Pocahontas. I mean, I've, you know I've, what? I've never seen it. Oh, I forgot it's also Pocahontas. I'm talking to the general masses uh, out there uh, who a lot of people saw that movie. The common folk. Thanks the for peasants. Me, thanks for calling me a peasant. Appreciate it. Um, we uh, Gen was, pop, as they say in the prison system. I thought it was a solid movie, but predictable, of course. It was a movie <laughs> we had already seen, but it was taken over the top because of the visuals. And that was really cool. It did make it did get Sigourney Weaver back to the highest grossing sci-fi actress of all time. Because she got beat by uh Angelina Jolie. Ah. With the one Tomb Raider movie. Really? Yeah. Sigourney did all that Is great. Jennifer sci-fi. Lawrence with the Hunger Games kind of catch up with that. Is that kind it's of not sci-fi? That doesn't count as sci-fi. It's fantasy. I just It's also YA. I put them together. Yeah, but it's also YA, like young adult. Yeah, it's still a good couple of movies. Eh. Third one's bad. You can't you can't compare YA to also the Alien. Third book is bad. You can't compare YA to Alien. That's true. Yeah. So she got it because she was an Avatar. Although I'm sure Twilight made more money than Alien did. Not more money than Avatar. Well, Twilight but, is also fantasy. But that's why. But that's YA. Yeah. You were just saying you can't compare YA <clears throat> to that. Well, you, right. In that sense, it's it went bigger. Yeah. Well, Ridley Scott's a real director. Whoever did that other stuff is whatever. <laughs> It's a pretend director. Yeah, and they're pretend directors. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Ridley Scott's so good, they had to get James Cameron to do the sequel. <laughs> just facts. Just facts. Oakley Dokley, well, we got a show for you guys tonight. We do. I do want to get into the 30 for 30 uh, Maguire Sosa, the long days of summer 2000, what, what, 1998? Jeez, I'm getting old. So I do want to get into that, and we'll also touch on uh, the updates on baseball. You can find us on social media, Mike's at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at PDD085, and there's our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, on Twitter at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. There's the fan text line, 503-250-1080. Hit that up. We like it. We like hearing from you. RJ's blowing me up right now, as always. What up, dude? And uh, uh, speaking of that kind of stuff, there's the Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4 p.m. Make sure you check that wherever you get your podcasts, including at 1080 The Fan. Okay, when we come back... Update on the situation as Rob Manfred and Tony Clark met today. And we'll talk to you about baseball. Hopefully positives. 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Seven twenty-one here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Live from the poop-filled Willamette. My girlfriend just texted me and said nobody wants to hear about Chip Kelly. Hashtag hot trash. That's 
why she's your girlfriend. Yeah. Do Oregon fans feel that way or is it just me? I think Oregon fans love Chip Kelly. Yeah, still? Yeah. I guess he didn't leave on a bad note. He went to the NFL. Yeah, it's kind of a great great little thing he did there. Yeah. Great little thing. Yeah, couldn't win the title, though. Made one, though. Hey, will you shut up? Michael Dyer was down or something, right? Uh, you guys shut up? I don't know, man. Dude, he lost to Scam Newton in, like, the worst natty I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, look at Joe. Joe's just shaking his head. He's like, I'm not getting involved. Don't engage. Don't engage. Do you, That's bait. Do you realize in my <laughs> life he he I have to deal with was Michael <laughs> Dyer down and did Dez catch it? Both of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cowboy that, fan Joe. That was within like a three, four-year time frame there, both of those happening. Well, the good like, news is. Miserable. Well, the bad news is Michael Dyer was down. The good news is Dez Bryant caught it. The bad news is, is they didn't call it that way. <laughs> right. Yeah, Dez for sure caught that ball. I watched that game. Yeah, I remember that. It was definitely a catch. I was like, oh, nice. I was like, look at Dez. I, I think it's proven de- to be a first round wide receiver. That a boy. I think it's debatable that Michael Dyer was down, but they didn't call it that way anyway. So yeah, would get running. Would have went to the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. Already beat Seahawks earlier in the season. <sighs> so they would have faced in the next round. All right, I'm done. I love Cowboys fans. Cowboy- really, hard, really hard to beat a team twice in the same year, though, Joe. It's happened though. Cowboy fans remind me of a bunch of other fans where it's like, we are this awesome institution. Right, let's not we are championship road. material. It's like, when was the last one? Yeah, I know. I get this as a Liverpool when was fan. was the last one, Joe? 96. 96. 96 Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. You guys went through a while where you couldn't even get to the playoffs, too, right? That's, uh, four, oh, yeah. 14 years ago? They, that was the Quincy Carter days. Quincy Carter, Kitna. Ch- Chad Hutchinson. I mean, it was it was bad. I mean, Romo did everything in his power to make sure you guys from couldn't like get to the playoffs. I mean, 24 years because I can do math. From about <laughs> 97 to 05, 06, it was, it was bad. About 10 years of just terrible Cowboys football, and then Romo came along. Yeah, he should have stuck with Bledsoe longer. Yeah, but then Romo came along and had the, Romo the literally, snap. And... Romo literally replaced Bledsoe. I know. That was a bad call. <laughs> I don't think I'm so. not going to yeah, I'm not gonna go down this road. That, that was a bad call. Like Mike said, that that's bait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. You got me once. You got me to talk once. I'm done now. <laughs> Joe's like, click off. He takes earphones out. He's like, I'm out. See you later. He's literally, leave, he's literally leaving the building. Mike has become the producer for the night. No, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it all from here. I think I can figure it out. I think I know how to do it. Oh yeah. We just have to be quiet. Like we can't talk. I don't mean now. Oh. I mean in commercial breaks. Oh okay. Because I'm afraid I might hit hit a button wrong. You can still control your microphone. Can I? There's a button. You control it now. There's a button in front of you. That is true. I do that every single day. Yeah. The the microphones are just potted up, but you control on and off. What if the commercial break was just only. Go Ducks. That's what it sounds like. Dang it! He got me! He came back! He got me! This is some little Afro man. You ever know that in Afro man songs? He used to always do that in the background. Yeah. But I'm just bummed because he's from Palmdale and some bad stuff's been go- bad stories come from Palmdale right now. Oh really? Uh, along with a lot of stuff. So is a Palmdale a bad place? I've never been there. Uh no, just you know, bad things going on around all the all oh, around the country. I you know, see. So. Current situations. Yeah. Palmdale, come, come back, back to me, cause that's where my heartache began. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's the jam. That's a classic. Yeah, that's the jam. I love that song. 
Mike's doing his, I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm not going to participate. I was distracted. What if I gave you a trophy? Would that make you feel better? Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I was watching, uh, I was distracted by some uh, some movie on the TV. That some hot. Out. Yeah, there's, there's some, some hot. hot on the TV. There's some hot. We are watching Coyote Ugly. Yeah. Got it from the beginning. Yeah. I just, uh, I just saw a lot of leg, and I was distracted. Yeah, don't you You guys call these ones uh, the hots? The Is that hots? what you call them on, on primetime? Yes. She's a hot? Yes, she is a hot. I don't know if she's a hot. Uh, she's definitely a hot. Okay. I don't think that's up for much debate. Well, I think all things are up for debate. Everything's subjective. You need air to, to live. You do need air to live. Not up for debate. Well, that's science. You said everything's up for debate. Except for science. Science is based in facts. Which is now up for debate. No, it's not. <laughs> <clears throat> No, when you decide that science isn't real, you've decided that you're not real. Well, I don't know. I saw my uncle post something the other day on Facebook. <laughs> oh, please tell me about what your uncle. <laughs> I want to hear 503-250-1080. Please text in what your uncle posted on Facebook the other day. I would love to hear all of these. I'll read them on the air. What do you post? Joe's like looking it up right now. You ready to go? Oh, I'm ready. I've been ready to go all day. Tell you what, we'll come back around on that. I want to hear what Joe's uncle had to post on Facebook. Oh, I'm not, God. I'm not sure we really want to hear what <laughs> oh, Joe's yeah. uncle had to post on We Facebook. had a pretty lengthy discussion uh, over... Oh, at least was, it was a discussion. Uh, that's that's a nice way to put it. Nice back and forth. <laughs> that was a nice yeah. way to put it. Just say he's from, uh, you know, my uncle, older white male, lives in Alabama. Ooh. You know, Baby, let's just make, juicy. You can make you your can assumptions two there. Two <laughs> yeah, together. Exactly. Follow the breadcrumbs. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't. We'll spare you that. We won't get into that. But we will get into Major League Baseball, and we'll do that next. But first, here's Joe with sports. Same like the whole city go against me. Every time I'm in the street, I hear yak, 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 yak. Man down. Where you from? Who you know? Where you from? Where your grandma stay? I'm mine. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. See, you can't do that. Like, you as the bartender, I mean, I don't know. Where, where's Coyote Ugly? It's in Nashville, Tennessee, right? I've been to the original Coyote Ugly. I think so, yes. Well, the bar's on fire. Yeah, I'm pretty sure bartenders can't drink in Nashville, Tennessee while on the clock. You can only do that in, like, Idaho and Montana. Hmm. Was the only two states? I mean, I'm sure there might be some other states, but you got to think like states with literally no laws, like Idaho and Montana. Mm. Texas? Uh, I don't know about that. Florida? They got big cities in Texas and Florida. No, you just don't pay taxes. But no laws. White uh, claws, no laws. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> as the Portland, Maine Police Department did come out and said, I just want to remind you that there are, in fact, laws when you are drinking claws. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great... I'm assuming it was a tweet. That's a great tweet. It was a tweet. They were just, a, just a friendly reminder. There are, in fact, laws when you drink laws. <laughs> Although I don't know if everybody loves the Portland, Maine Police Department anymore. But Well, okay. I mean, that's part of it. That's part of it. But Tyra Banks is in this movie. Yep. She counts as a hot. Yeah. Oh, well, look. I mean... She definitely counts as a hot. I'm, in, I'm enjoying the, the scenery at the moment. Okay. All right. Well, Mike's going to look at we'll that. Talk about talk some baseball. It'll distract Let's talk me. Talk some baseball. It'll distract me. <laughs> did you ever? I'm about to go on a tangent here. Okay. We'll did talk you, baseball next. Did, did you ever? Did you ever get somebody that was kind of like, you know, like 
when 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 you are a a a, a young adult, um, a YA, a YA as they say, watching Twilight and Hunger Games, um, an early teen, preteen as mm-hmm. also known, and your body goes through changes, and they kind of tell you, told me about this. they kind of tell you to you know think about things that aren't gonna get you a little riled up. They're like, think about cold showers and baseball, and I was like, do you know? How turned on I am by a six four three double play. Like, do you understand? No, the one I always got was think about grandma. Think about grandma. <laughs> think about grandma. I was like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't want to. No, I don't want to anyway. Yeah, that's a weird association <laughs> yeah. that you're making me. Yeah, after. they're like, think about baseball. Baseball will definitely not turn you on. And I'm like, I don't know, man. The backflip from the shortstop to the mm. second baseman who turns it and throws it fires at first. Oh man. Quick pop up six... from the catcher when he's throwing it, trying to throw out a stolen base yeah. or a base runner. Oh man. Ooh. Six to midnight instantly. Yeah. You know. So if just, you're already at midnight. <laughs> yeah, then it's just midnight. Know. Midnight to midnight. Yeah. You know, that's midnight kinda... for eternity. Yeah, man. Like I think I have to go to a doctor. They yeah. say if four if hours this holds on after four hours, and it's like, well, this game keeps going, man. <laughs> I'm in the thirteenth inning. What do you want from me, dude? I can't stop. Do you see why I have a pillow in my lap? Come on. The we've, pitcher, all, we've all done that move, by the, the way. The pitcher can't get the ball out of his mitt, so he threw his mitt to first base. Like, I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it here, man. No, you're not losing anything. <laughs> no. Like, when that ball left Brad Lidge's hands and I saw Albert Pujols cock back, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> This is the greatest thing I am ever going to see. And guess what? Guess what? 15 years later, I'm still talking about it. Whew. A little hot in here. Tennessee in here. People drink from behind the bar all the time. I don't know if it's okay or not. But most people just go for it if they want it. So you're telling me Tennessee's got no laws. <laughs> uh, oh, it's hot in here. See, this is why I'm very confused as to why you want to stop talking about baseball because, <laughs> Woo. man, you're excited right now. Well, because, You like, know what? I haven't seen you this excited ever. Really? Ever. Oh, man. Well. Look, you've been deprived. I understand. I just get off at weird times. That's what happens when you start talking to me about 6-4-3 double play, throwing out a, throwing out a runner at second. You know, like, I just, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's bottom of the ninth. Get the best closer in baseball in. You decides to leave a hanging curve for one of the greatest hitters I ever saw. Yeah. You're just like. Makes you feel Ooh. all uh, tingly. Ooh. <laughs> the chills. Yeah, man. Dude, I'm getting the chills right now. Climb from your feet up your body. Ooh, Albert Pools. <laughs> I love Pools. <laughs> like, Pools is the greatest dude ever. You know, even if he is 55, you know, he was still good for a long time. Don't make me pull up his stats on baseball reference. We've already done that okay. probably yeah. five times right. in the history of this show. All right. And every time we're amazed. Yeah. But you know what? If you want to pull him up again, I'm okay with that. Oh, all right. Yeah. You know what? Maybe this show won't go Clay Thompson, NBA, and college football. Maybe we'll just talk pools. Every day. Pools every Wednesday. For two hours straight. Two hours straight. Did you know? That in 2003 he hit this, this, and this. Did you know that if? Oh, did you know that if Barry, I miss you, baseball. Did you know that if Barry Bonds wasn't a juicer, Albert Pujols would have like three more MVPs. 
Do we know that Albert Pujols wasn't a juicer? We don't. He has been accused. But I do know that Barry Bonds is. Allegedly. Oh, stop. <laughs> wow, I just went from 6 to 12 to 12 to 6. There you go. Now we're back on track. Now we're back on track. So Major League Baseball has a proposal out there. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. We're up against the clock, but we got another hour 15. We're good. Um, so Major League Baseball, uh, Rob Manfred, as Mike alluded to in the first segment, has decided to not be a D-bag and uh, meet with Tony Clark to try to figure this thing out because we've been back and forth. Many times. Players are like, this is what we'll do. And the owners are like, nope, we don't make enough money to do that. And then the owners are like, why don't you do this where you make no money? And the players are like, nah, we don't like that. We want to play baseball. And we've been back and forth on that despite their original agreement. I'm not really sure we've been back and forth. I feel like the owners have just been repackaging the same thing over and over again. Yeah, with just different numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of it being back and forth, it's been like back and 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 back. It's an A-bomb from A-Rod. Yep, that's my friends in radio what we call a slow pitch softball. That was a setup right there. <laughs> and uh yeah, I have been frustrated to say the least, but you know You know me, man, I'm about to bail on my favorite sport in the world. Uh, until it comes back. And um Then I'm watching every day. Yes, you are. And you're not bailing on anything. I I was frustrated, but I'm also, like I've talked about before, I've also always been okay with there not being a season this year, so it's been annoying. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, look, if there's no season, I'm fine. But with what what Manfred went through the other day of just getting reamed, yeah, that's what gives me hope that, okay, he's going to do anything in his power to get this figured out now because he realizes just how tarnished he's about to be. But I wonder if... So let's go. But I wonder 66 games. But I but I wonder if you know, and there's a new tweet out from Ken Rosenthal uh, and stuff, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I wonder if Manfred, if we're talking Manfred only, I wonder if he's a little too little too late. You know what I mean? Not too little too late. It's not too late, but I don't know. He will survive this. He's going to be the commissioner for a long time in Major League Baseball. There's uh, outside of a scandal. You know, and and I mean like a personal scandal because he's, you know, brushed off sign stealing and he's it's Bud Selig's version of steroids outside of like a personal scandal. Manfred's going to be around for a while. But I wonder, I, I, I don't even wonder. I feel like this is a huge hit on Manfred. This is his steroids. And he already he already glossed over sign stealing. You know, we can we can talk about the Yankee case that was opened up if we, we want. We probably should. You know, we can, you know, and then there's how the Astros were punished, how the Red Sox and Cora were punished and all that kind of stuff. And he seemed to be a little like, well, I didn't know, like, C-League was steroids. This, though, I wonder if this, if he has lost so much traction that coming into the next collective bargaining agreement, the players are going to get what they want. I don't know about that. I mean, there will almost definitely be a strike. If if this keeps going in this way, there will be a work stoppage. Yeah. I will guarantee you that. Yeah. Because there's been no movement. I think what I would say is this is the chance here in this very short window of time before you run out of time because it is almost too late. Um for him to change the narrative around this and hope that in 20 what is it 2022 when the CBA is up 
that at least there's a jumping off point of some working together instead of it being this being the final memory going yeah. into that meeting. The the thing that sucks about this is that this didn't have to turn into a impromptu CBA negotiation. All this was was how do we get baseball back? The MLB turned it into an impromptu negotiation because they stopped wanting to give the players prorated salaries. Right. If they just said, we'll give you prorated and we'll figure <clears throat> out a length that works for both of us. Oh, the thing is they already did that. Right. That's true. But then they went back on that. Um, then we'll be fine. But that's not what happened. And they started trying to, oh, we're going to put a salary cap in this year. And we're going to force extra playoff teams down your throat. And we're going to do this with the DH. And we're going to do this. And the players were like, what? CBA's in two years, guys. Like, yeah. this is just one <clears throat> year. It's COVID. It's it's weird. You know, we'll look at this at the end and say, we'll say, ah, that was the COVID year, right? But now we're going to look at it, I think, and say, this was the COVID year where the MLB would not budge on stupid things. Yep. So if if this is if this goes well with Manfred and Tony Clark, I think he's setting it up for be a to be a better negotiation in 2022. But that, than but, it would be normal. Right. But we always gotta remember commissioners represent owners. Yes. And the owners are his boss. The owners are his boss. And too many times we've heard reports at first it was one or two clubs, and now it's four or five MLB teams owners are fine with not playing a season. I saw at least eight. And that is not going to sit well with players. Like, why are you an owner? Like, I know I know. in the NBA we kicked Donald Sterling out because he was a racist and due creep. forth and a creep, and he deserved everything that NBA did to him. But aren't we kind of teetering on that with Major League Baseball? Like, hi, you, hi, Mike Lynch, you own the Pittsburgh Pirates, and you don't want your company to open? Okay, you can't own that company anymore. Right? Right. If these things are true, and someone's coming out and being like, eh, I actually don't want to play a season this year, it's like, then you don't get to own a baseball team. You ever think Mark Cuban's going to be like, ah, I don't want my, my team to play basketball anymore? See that NBA fix? You see how I brought it back? <laughs> see how we're doing NBA? You know, that's not going to happen. That's why Mark Cuban's going to own the Mavericks till he dies. And then his kids or whatever is going to pass well, on. Well, the same BS that we talked about with last week with the Cardinals owner. Really? You're not running a profitable business? Being an owner is not profitable? Shut the F up. You own a team because you're rich. Wow. Yes. And you are making money, you moron. Stop you- trying to spin it like, oh, poor owner. It's so tough with your billions to run one of the most revered franchises in the history of the sport, boo-hoo. If I won Powerball for $200 million, the first thing I would do is instantly look, how can I buy a sports team? Right. I will live in Tampa Bay, in St. Pete, Florida, if I can own the Rays. Done. Done. Where would, I, you, where would you not live? I, I would not live in Tampa or St. Pete. <laughs> you just said you would. Well, I know, because I just got excited about owning a team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's where that is. So that, that, that's Manfred. I'm curious, any of you out there listening, if you have any thoughts, how does this legacy hit Manfred? A 503-250-1080, hit us up on that and let us know. And when we come back, I want to get into what's being proposed, and if this is actually real. And we'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Gonna sin again. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. 
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 748 here. DJ Fish Sticks on the Kendrick train today. We're okay with that. Yeah, it's his birthday. So. Oh, really? Yep. It's my buddy Cam's birthday today, too. Shout out to... Uh, not, not 1080 the Cam. Different Cam. Shout out to the greatest of our generation. I was going to say... Kendrick? Kendrick Lamar, the greatest of 100%. the current rapping generation. 100%. It's close with him and J. Cole, I think, but it's Kendrick. Uh, Just no love for Yeezy, huh? Nope. I'm joking. <laughs> Joe gave me a look. Also... Gave me a look worse than he's going to give his son tonight. Well, that I mean, I look... <laughs> I look... Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Off-camera stuff. Getting that ass whooped Off-camera stuff, my bad. No, I looked at you like that because well, Kanye's a musical genius. He yeah. is a god. I He's mean, a god, so so it's like so it's like you got Gretzky, and then we start talking I mean, about like, the greatest hockey players. I also think Kanye is, I consider him the prior generation because when he was good is when that was. Right. Like his first three albums. His backpack rap. His when first he, three albums were good. Yeah, when he was ripping beats off everybody, yeah, he was great. Then... <laughs> 808s no. and Heartbreak was bad. And then my beautiful no, Dark Twisted not Fantasy made, was really good. Not made by 808s. 808s is not bad. <laughs> not made, made by 808s. Guaranteed. 808s is not a good album. Not made by 808s. That's I just debatable. want to make sure. College dropout. Late registration. Late registration and graduation are all very good. They're yeah, great. That's prime. Yeah, because he sampled. 808s is bad. And then he was like, I don't sample. So I was like, and you're a loser. Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is his best album, I think. And then the rest after that have been awful. Oh, I stopped. Give, give a beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy a listen. It's a really good album. Yeah, uh, but, I, but, I'll, but, but I'll give you Kendrick. I'll give you Kendrick for now. Mm-hmm. Kendrick currently. He's great. He is great. He's great. Is Rizzo still rapping, though? But apparently he might be canceled because he hasn't uh, tweeted or said anything on his social medias, even though basically his whole entire musical career. work and career <laughs> has been based on Black Lives Matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about Kendrick. I My think God. I, I think I think Kendrick's got the movement down. I, I, I think he's with you. It's like, really? Yeah. This guy says, come on, guys. We all know it's Andre Nicotina. Hey, I like Andre Nicotina. Nicotina! But that's like. Three generations of rappers ago. He's been going for a long time. Hey, man, doing coke off women's booties ain't ever going to get old. <laughs> Nicotina for life. It's great. There's really good stuff. I went Thanks, through Bill. a phase when I was growing up that I had a friend who lived in California, and he sent me some of the West Coast like independent artists. Ayo for yayo, walk around with yo. And I got Andre Nicotina. Yep. I got Zion I. Ooh. And, um, Get some, like, uh, E-40. Well, no, E40's good West Coast. Yeah, but I, he was sending me the smaller E40 was big at that. Oh, point. okay, all right. Um, oh, there was one other too. I don't think the kids know who E40 is right now. You don't think so? I don't think so. Hmm. No, man, they're too worried about Yeezus. That's true. I mean, all the all the weird like face tattoo rappers and the colored hair. That yeah, kind of stuff. yeah, the mumble rap. The mumble rap. Everybody likes mumble rap. I think there was clown other... rappers now because they all just look like clowns. <laughs> they literally, do. they really do. But it was mostly Zion I and Nicotina, and Zion I was really good too. Silly Putty, great song. I did not think, walking into the radio station today, I did not think I'd hear the name Andre Nicotina. <laughs> I have one of his songs as pump music for primetime. But I am quite happy about it. Eight Miles from the City of Dope. Great song. Nicotina's great. great Nicotina's great. We saw him in Pullman once. Really? Yeah, he got arrested on stage. <laughs> for what? <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> oh. 
Shocking. Crowd went nuts. <laughs> Crowd went absolutely nuts. It was probably three quarters probably, of his songs are about cocaine. Yeah, it's probably set up anyway. He was like, "Oh, if I do this, this place is gonna go nuts, and they're all gonna buy Nicotina albums." And we did. We did. We were we, signed, sealed, delivered. We're in, baby. Let's do it. Uh, so Major League Baseball right now wants to the offer they gave players was a sixty game. Full prorated, expanded playoffs. Oh, Deltron was the other one. Oh, Deltron. Dude. Del the Del funky, the funky homo, homo sapien. Deltron's my jam. Plus, he's all over that first Gorillaz album. Yes. And the Deltron 3030 album. That album is, is great. Hot fire. You guys are making me smile. I feel like I'm uh, going down eighth grade memory lanes right now. Yeah, dude. You want to talk about, like, atmosphere and J5 and, like, like what do you want to do here? Can you can you play? I'm not even going to talk about baseball anymore. Let's talk about underground <laughs> rappers. I'm, you, I I just closed out my computer screen. Can you play Zion I Silly Putty coming back from the next break? <sighs> I mean, I was just pretty dead set on Kendrick all day. He's the DJ man. I'm maybe making. You can make a request. I made a request in the DJ. That's case. true. It is your choice, Joe. You have control, DJ Fishsticks. I will say that's what a lot of people didn't realize uh, in the wedding DJ game is that they were making requests, and a lot of the time they thought. That it was a demand, you know, like play this song. I'm like, all right, I'll see if I can get to it. Oh, please, man, play it. Hey, can you play that? They keep coming back up to the table over and over. I'm like, it's a request. That means you asked if I can play it. Yep. I will get to it, it if is I under can. consideration. Yeah, I've done a lot of work on the playlist that has been requested by the married couple, which <laughs> right. you are not. Yeah, go and get it. If the husband or wife came up to me and said, play a song, I'd say, yes, absolutely. You're yeah, paying me. That's right. So if you get them to come up and tell me, then I will play that song. Uh, We got a great text on the text line, 503-250-1080. Or you slip me a 20. Devin the Dude. Yeah, another one. I I got nothing to roll with, nothing to smoke with. Doobie Ashtray. Oh, yeah, dude. So good. (laughs) So good. And he's on uh, the Mm. F.U. song by Dr. Dre. Snoop's got that great line. He goes through that great flow, and then he goes, Dre, Snoop, and Devin. Devin the Dude. I, don't, I do not know Devin the dude. He's an old West Coast guy. He's kind of a Dre kid. You know, he's on 2001. Um, he's got kind of like a higher nasally voice. He literally sounds like a stoner, and 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 that's what he is. So he's Afro man. No, 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 no. Nobody's Afro man. He sounds like a stoner. You hear it in his voice. I mean, no, because Afro man's a little more like he's he's a little more like joke rappy, mm. a little bit more where, jovial in his. Yeah, uh, it's more of a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more of like a shtick. He's kind of like, yeah, I'm the guy that smokes weed, and I got a huge afro, and let's party, and I love boobs, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> to where Devin the Dude is still a little more West Coast. Gotcha. Still a little more. Raw. Still a little more raw. Yeah, running with the guns. Mm, running you. with the times. He's on a Dre album. Afro Man's not on a Dre album. I, I'm just, as I said, I do not know. I was asked, merely asking the question. <laughs> All right. It was just a request. You did not need to blow you up for yes. it. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, man, I think Devin the Dude is important rap history to know. That's just how I feel. You're allowed to feel that way. Coming up in the second hour, we got a lot to get to. We got to talk a little more baseball. I want to get into the uh, long days of summer, the 98 home run chase. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'll get into Kyrie Irving. Got to keep that gotta keep that basketball fix going. Not really. I'm not going to get into Kyrie Irving. I think that guy's an idiot. Uh, but that's what we got coming up. Sound good to you? Sure. You got this look like maybe we should do other things. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about baseball. But... Yeah, we're for sure going to talk a little more about baseball. All right. Yeah. 60 games, span of playoffs. DH Universal for two years. Not going to happen. Yeah, we'll get to all that next. Okay. This is the hot corner. 1080 the fan. Sure, maybe. Okay. Whatever. 1080.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 